This is Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creative, and lifelong learner. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, simple mindfulness tools available to everyone to empower greater control of life's experiences and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's episode, How Does Mindfulness Address Fear of the Unknown? The unknown is rife with uncertainty, and a great deal of what we experience in life begins as something unknown. When you were a child, there were lots and lots of things you didn't know. A lot of these were experiential. You didn't know them because you didn't experience them. Over the years, as you grew, you gained more experiences, you met more people, you learned more things, you were exposed to new and different and more. Along the way, you grew and you evolved. And along the way, your brain redeveloped and grew and evolved. And in time, your subconscious, which was doing pretty much all the work until your prefrontal cortex fully developed, started to take a backseat to your conscious mind. But, and this is where things get really interesting, the subconscious actually makes up like 95% of our brains while the conscious mind is 5%. And the conscious mind is focused largely on the tangible, your body, the things that you have, the people that you know, the experiences that you experience. But you, at your deepest core, are made of energy. And the subconscious elements that make up who, what, where, how, and why you are, are the majority of you. So along the way, you've gained new knowledge, you've developed new skills, learned new things. You've also developed new and different beliefs, different values, new habits, and all kinds of subconscious things to tie into the conscious ones. So the reason I'm explaining all this is because I want to get into uncertainty and the unknown. The unknown is a mystery, and its mysterious nature makes people really, really uncomfortable. And along the way, as we grow, we develop comfort zones. The problem is, comfort zones are not a correct phrase, which I'll get into more in a moment here. But I want to talk about how uncertainty that develops from the unknown is so far from comfort and the familiar that it can totally throw you off your game. It can make you afraid. And mindfulness is how we address the fear of the unknown. So why is it all so damned scary? It really comes down to comfort zones. Comfort zones are those places where you feel a level of safety, stability, and certainty. But comfort is a misnomer. It's not a comfort zone, and that's what's interesting about it. A lot of times, what we consider a comfort zone isn't comfortable. We don't actually desire to be there. What it is, is familiar, and it's stable. But that stability isn't real. That's what's even more ironic about all of this is that the stability of the comfort zone is entirely in our heads. It's a mental process. Why? Because the one and only constant in the entire universe is change. Change can, will, and does happen. It is always happening. It is a constant. Change is often super, super slow and barely noticeable. But then there are times when change is really swift and 
uncomfortable and undesirable, unwanted. And it's nasty consequences, random happenstances, and things that occur that it's like, no, 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 I didn't want that. I didn't ask for that. So this is something that throws us off and our mental state, our emotional state of the familiar and the stable is where our comfort zones come into play. They are something that we know. We know this sensation. We know these thoughts. We know these feelings. We recognize these emotions. We know how our intentions work here. But the truth is comfort zones, despite being known, aren't necessarily comfortable. Oftentimes, a comfort zone involves a relationship that's not healthy, a job that's not good for you, uh, people that you associate with who are doing you a disservice, and other things that, while familiar and supposedly seemingly stable, are actually just attachments that your brain forms subconsciously because of its fear of the unknown and the uncertainty related to the unknown. The unknown is so incredibly full of uncertainty, and uncertainty is really scary for people because it's not certain. It's not known. And that's uncomfortable because, well, I don't have a clue what's over that. I don't know what's over that hill. I don't know what's in the future. I don't know what could be there. I mean, there's all kinds of places that we look to that are unknown to us. And yet, we are constantly exploring them in various ways. On the other side of your comfort zone, there's something that you desire for your life. Maybe you want to start a business. Perhaps it's time to seek a better job. It's entirely possible you're in a relationship that's lousy and you need to get out of it. It could also be something utterly intangible. You could be living with a sense of dread that you cannot pinpoint. You've got extreme depression or anxiety that while you can treat them with therapy and medication, you still want to find new ways around them and past them. There are all kinds of places where comfort zones hold us that are tangible, intangible, material, immaterial, big, small, take your pick. While you might have an idea of what you want to find, where you desire to go when you get out of your comfort zone, it's unknown just what it will look like. It's unknown what you'll encounter between here and there. And that is a huge part of the fear that overrides us, the fear that the unknown produces in us. An interesting thing to observe at this point is that fear that we often have when it comes to the unknown actually has nothing to do with the unknown itself. The fear that we tend to experience is not about that thing, it's about the suffering that will occur in the unknown. It's the potential for being forced to suffer because of this, that, or the other thing. When you're afraid you're going to lose your job, for example, you're going to immediately start fearing, well, how am I going to pay for my rent? How am I going to pay for my expenses? What am I going to do? How am I going to find another job? And if you spiral out of control on that, the fear can and will overwhelm you. But it's not fear of losing your job. It's fear of the suffering that will occur if that happens. And by and large, most fear that people are looking at in their lives has to do not with the thing they're afraid of. It has to do with suffering. How will I suffer if X, Y, or Z comes to pass? That is what we're often facing when it comes 
to fear of the unknown and leaving our comfort zones. Here's another thing we should take into account. The familiar now wasn't always familiar to us. I mean, look at the big picture version of this, okay? Look back just a hundred years. A hundred years ago, the technology that you are listening to me on right now, I don't know what it is, I don't care what it is, but that technology didn't exist. It was beyond anything that we knew at that time. The people of that age a hundred years ago couldn't have even conceived of this technology. When you reach back 50 years ago, yeah, some people had the idea of this tech, but they were very, very few and far between. They knew about the concept, but they still didn't fully grasp it. It was still unfamiliar and unknown. Now, these things have become familiar. And when it comes to our own lives, there are lots of things that were once unfamiliar to us that become familiar. And we take this for granted. A lot of it is due to our education, our life experiences, the people, the places, the things that we go around experiencing and having a life with. A lot of it, though, is also our energy. It's our thoughts and feelings. It's the things that we cannot see or touch. It's the intangibles. And we often pause and think, well, it's always been like this. I mean, this is how it's never changed. I've always been this way. This is the way it is. The thing is, that's not true. It's never true. Change always happens. Always. Nothing has always been a certain way because it has changed. And that's true whether we're looking at the big picture or you're taking a look at your own life and everything that's been in it. Everyone and everything changes. The unknown isn't truly scary. It's possible, it's potential, and it's lots of other great things, but the fear of any kind of suffering from going into the unknown is what tends to scare us, and mindfulness is how we can address this. Mindfulness is conscious awareness and only works in the present. Mindfulness doesn't work for the past, it sure as hell doesn't work for the future, because you can only be mindful here and now. The best way to become mindful is to ask yourself any one of the mindfulness questions that can only be answered in the now. These questions include, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What am I intending? What am I doing? All of these questions can only genuinely truly be answered in the here and now. And when you answer them, you make yourself mindful. And when you're mindful, you can better approach things because your subconscious mind and all the values, beliefs, and habits, often where these fears are rooted when it comes to exploring the unknown, can be addressed. You can only address them when you're consciously aware. Your subconscious mind is a background program that's always running whether you're aware of it consciously or not. But when you become consciously aware of it, you gain the ability to take control of it. The really cool thing about the unknown tends to be what's beyond the unknown. What will you find beyond the unknown? <laughs> well, if you knew, it wouldn't be unknown now, would it? But I can tell you this, there is always one known answer. You will find something. Yeah, 
I know that's really, really vague, but it's true. When you go into the unknown, when you leave your comfort zone behind, when you head out into a place you've never been before, you will find something. I don't know what that something will be, and it might be an awesome something, it might be an unawesome something, it might be fantastic, it might be terrible, but you will find something. And it's going to come down to the choices you make, and the things you do, and the actions you take. Because until you act, and you act consciously, mindfully, for your better good, you are ceding your control when it comes to your self-awareness. You can use mindfulness of this in order to address your fear of the unknown and the fear of suffering that might come from the unknown when you're here and now. When you recognize that what's known now came from the unknown before, you can be more aware that being scared of the unknown isn't protecting or serving you. It doesn't do you any good. It's your ego, your identity, trying to avoid being changed because that's what happens. You can control change, you can go with change, you can resist change, but change is going to happen and you get to decide what that means for you. Please keep this in mind. Fear of the unknown is common. It is not special to you. You're not the only person who's feared the unknown when you're facing it. Everybody experiences this to a greater or lesser degree. Some are just better at leaping toes pointed into the void and saying, look out, I'm coming in. Others are a lot less likely to do so willingly. Some people get dragged into it, but everybody, when they are facing the unknown, are full of uncertainty. When you're mindful, when you're self-aware, you have the power to choose how to approach the unknown and what you can and will do with it. You have crossed the unknown before, and believe me, you will do so again and again throughout your life. Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. I'd like you to think back on a time when you made a choice to walk into the unknown. Think about it. What was the experience? What was the unknown that you were choosing to head towards? Write that down. You can type it out, you can write it, I don't really care which, but please write this down. Then I want you to write down these questions and their answers. Do you remember how it made you feel? Can you recall the fears it brought up at the time? Do you remember how you got past it and how that felt? Look over what you wrote and see how it makes you think and feel now. Because here's the thing, this is common. Everybody goes through this and you have gone through it before. And you know what? You survived. You came out on the other side from the unknown to the known. What you know now was unknown to you before. You've done it before. You will do it again. And a lot of times you don't even realize that you did this thing. And that's why taking this moment and applying this guidance for mindfulness to consider what this experience may have been like previously can help you if there's something that you're currently striving to do now that's a departure from your comfort zone into the unknown. And if there is something of that nature, take a look at how it relates to your past experience with this and really ask yourself, what's the difference? What are my fears? Is the unknown really what's terrifying me or am I afraid of suffering because the unknown is, well, 
unknown, frankly, and then really look at, is this something I should be afraid of? Or is that fear just me not being comfortable leaving my comfort zone, even though it's not where I actually desire to be? This is something that you are empowered to do. It is your birthright. It is your superpower. And believe me, you are worthy and deserving of making it happen. Thanks for joining me for this week's Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fee Mahoney. She's the creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment to go pay a visit to her Etsy shop to look at her other creations and her art at Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve not only your life experience, but potentially that of the people around you. Be kind compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste. Namaste.